that old familiar sound. It was almost too close to the mic at first. I had to, had to back off a of hair. Was it? Did yeah. we affect the gain? Yeah, well, we were messing with the gain. Did you? Did did we rattle your car panels? I hope not. I'm did sorry. Did we make your speakers go boop, 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 boop? Hi, everybody. I'm Josh Rose. And I'm Andy Rose. And this is Rose Knows, the semi-weekly, hopefully soon-to-be-more <laughs> weekly podcast where we spend an hour figuring out everything we don't know. And what we don't know this week is what the hell we're going to talk about. So what else is new? We basically just were like, we'll hit record uh, <laughs> and not have it all done, even the minimal amount of prep that we, we usually do. We didn't even do. Like, sound check this no, time. We're just no. fucking rolling. We're just excited to be back and talking to you guys. We are. I miss doing this when we take breaks, man. Yeah. Like, I, I'm so happy to be back in this room doing this again. Yeah. I know it, I already told you that, but for the benefit of the <laughs> of five of listeners, yeah, <laughs> for, the, for the benefit of all of you, I'm happy to be back in your head yeah it's in your ear it's nice to be here i'm in your head so we'll just get right into it why you know why why not yeah i mean what's the preamble we already did the how you doing talk before we press records yeah yeah so (laughs) even though you guys don't know we had we were talking about plenty before we just decided it was time to start rolling yeah uh so what's new what is new? Let's get into what's new. Patagonia is refusing to sell its iconic power vests to some financial firms. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I don't understand what most of that meant. What's Patagonia? Oh, you don't know Patagonia? No. Patagonia is the, like if you think of Jared from Silicon Valley, it's the kind of- Who? Uh, Jared, the show Silicon Valley on HBO. Oh, oh okay, okay. So if you think okay. of like those those kind of like fleecy vests like that he also wears. Also Gabe from The Office. Yes, Gabe from The Office. Yeah. Um, Patagonia is a company that makes those those fleece vests. Oh, okay. Like the uh, okay, I know what you're talking about. And they're now. they're just very in vogue right now, and apparently they're they're highly in vogue with a lot of financial firms, um, like even. Um, even uh, like uh, I think Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos like was wearing them a while back. Um, but did ba- you watch that documentary? On no, her? I need to. We've you been we've been talking it. about it. Is it the HBO one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, excellent. Yeah, you got to watch it. And she and I are talking about she it. She power sucks. Yeah, she's horrible. It's a it's a it's a tragic human story too. But like you know, she she she, she even, lied and lied and she lied. She faked and lied. the tone of her voice. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah. Elizabeth- she's not naturally a bass. No. They're, Why would anyone choose to have that terrible voice? Okay, so we're we're diverging here, but I th- think this is fascinating we're gonna come enough back to keep to going Patagonia, with. Yeah. But like, so Elizabeth Holmes doesn't know her voice is she's like this tall, thin, blonde, slight woman, and she talks kind of like this. Like this is how she talks about things. She yes. sounds like duncy and stupid almost. So that's slow, deliberate, lowered tone. Yeah, is proven psychologically to impact people's perception of leaders and they correlate man or woman leadership with someone with a more deliberate and deepened tone so she put that on yes to convince people more. fucking a she did so what's her real voice sound like there's there's been like one or two clips that have like made it to youtube or soundcloud before and immediately gotten pulled down so oh man yeah so i mean it's just a normal like a normal female voice and like a, a more of a alto you know Tenor. Wow, that's I did not know that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I was just reading that on on Vox or something like a, a few weeks ago, and I just thought it was it was actually when we were on the off week, and I was like, man, this is really interesting, and then I totally forgot about that's great because that's like the first thing Hannah and I said out loud when She's we such first a heard her talk in that documentary. We're just like, wow, that fucking voice. We got to listen to this voice for the next hour and a half. Yeah, and it, it's really and really it, bad, and it's fake, man. Yeah. 
I mean, all right, look, I get it. She had to, she did, she definitely had this persona she invented for herself of being like guru like, and people fucking bought it, man. Like people yeah. really thought of her but as part some of that kind was, of part of know, that was the Jobsian all oh, black yeah. and, and the turtleneck and you know and, and I was wearing black turtlenecks before Steve Jobs right. and fuck you. And lowering my voice, you yeah. know, like like that was all part of it because she her the whole thing was a ruse. Yeah. So she needed to put up every possible supporting artificial layer in front of her, you yeah. know, and, and that was just a part of it. It was just ways to distance herself from reality and what actually was going on there. Hannah and I had this thought when we were watching it, like Silicon Valley is such, it's such a stupid place in a sense where like people like really shyster bullshit people can get this cult like following and fascination from people. If you just say a crazy, but vague thing as your goal like the one we came up with was uh starting a new company here and they're looking for uh, venture capitalists well what are you going to do we're going to put people in the cloud we're going to put you in the cloud it's like, almost like the more farcical me, it is but like yeah yeah but like if you say some it can't be completely ridiculous but like you know something like that that just makes people go how is that even possible what does that mean it makes them want to know what makes them interested you know what's funny if we actually have worked with some some clients where we're trying to help them and and part of their their business offering is that sort of ambiguous murky vague we you know we we modernize and digitize your operating processes for for business outsourcing solutions you know it's yeah, just well, like stuff like that <laughs> is just like you know that business to business you know tech language that those things are just like strung together buzzwords like once someone says three of those, I'm fucking out. Now you lost imagine, my exactly, You lost my interest. Exactly. Now imagine how difficult it is as a creative marketer trying to help distill that jargon into something that is sensical and something that a person who you want to buy whatever the fuck it is you're trying to offer, like, actually wants it. You know, like, it's a very complex challenge as a we're creative work, agency. We're making work work better exactly dude no like lie that. like those like, are like the ibm the like intels that. like uh, all those companies like those are the types of of clients that we help and you know not all of our clients are that we do all sorts of stuff but but there's a sector and that's a lot of the work that at times i have to do yeah so i'm leading you know like rakuten we did work for them you know like and there's all the commercials now how do you even say rakuten on tv like i don't know if you've seen those or not well i don't watch tv that's true TV, you're a streamer so no, you're a streamer yeah i'm full-on disconnected from cable because uh, frankly, fuck Spectrum. By the way, dude, it's for real. It's I'm... not even complaint corner time yet, but <laughs> and that's not today's topic. But it could be its own. Spectrum is just the shittiest company. It is, they, and Time Warner was the shittiest before them. But, but somehow, but now, yeah. Well, one Spectrum turd has worse. bought another. I mean, we pay for the highest internet they offer, and our shit still. What's your download speed? I haven't done a test. But it, it, I know I it sucks it's because if I stream on my TV every so often, you just get those three dots across the bottom and it pauses. Yep. Motherfucker. Like, yeah. why am I? And you can't go anywhere else. You know, like it's it, they've got fucking light. monopolies. Like you can't go anywhere yeah, else. We just moved to that it's new awful. the new building and we went from Spectrum Internet for the for the agency to Greenlight. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Greenlight's ridiculous. They're awesome. It is. They're awesome. I mean, we used to have to like wait to like 
download like big file transfers and stuff and yeah. we're sitting there for like five eight minutes which doesn't sound like much but when you're literally getting you're billing by the hour and you're trying yeah. to make stuff for 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 companies and get it back to them you know like five to eight minutes of sitting there waiting you know to download a file just to be able to open it oh yeah is is a stressor you oh know? dude i have traveled all over the world okay so i've tried the wi-fi on multiple continents you would think America's Wi-Fi would be among the top tier. Where is the best? I have a Japan. guess. I knew it. Not even <laughs> like not even a fucking contest. Japan. Just so, everything like, moves at the speed of light on your phone. I, I I download albums on Apple Music, especially when I'm traveling or when I'm flying around a lot, because I'm gonna want. I don't know what I'm gonna be in the mood to listen to right. on the plane. Right. And I'm not gonna have as many options now. Right. So if there's a thing that I like this, I I download the album. So I was in so you Japan. Go download crazy in Japan. Well, I was in Japan, everything. and I, I came across... I, I had a couple albums pop into my head, like, oh, I want these. Now, I know how long it normally takes an album to download, because it happens all... I do it all the time. Right. Um, So, maybe 40 seconds to a minute, like... Per which song. sounds... No, 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 for an album. That's pretty for good. Like, for, like, a 10, 12-track album in the U.S. That's pretty good. On my data speed. You know, like, on Verizon, I can get that, but... And that is pretty good, but if you think about it, if you sit here and count one, no, I two, yeah. up to 40 or 60, like, if you're staring at your phone, wait, there's a party that's like, come on, you know? Like, fucking come on. Right. In Japan, I mean, five seconds. You, like, tap the button. You tap the download yeah. button, and all the little say they just go whoop, 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 done. <sighs> I mean, it, it... And I and I was like, what, is this a fluke? Like, <laughs> how did this... not downloading? Did it, yeah, what just happened? I So I did a few more just for the fuck of it, and, like, oh, my God. It's that good. And then I did a little more research, and it turns out that our infrastructure for it over here is just garbage. We just haven't kept it up the way other countries have. So what's the difference? Like, is it you're, you're just getting a, a massive download speed, like, publicly pu from public Wi-Fis we, in Japan? Or... Uh, hotel Wi-Fi, the data service over there, everything, their infrastructure is faster. It's all faster. They've got, it's more robust. It's better components. You're only as fast as your slowest component. Yeah. And they just, they keep on top. A new thing comes out and they implement it across the board immediately. And it turns out as far as like the national rankings, America's actually in like the top, the bottom 10% of the developed world for internet speed. It is fucking tragic that is tragic that's, really that's insane. a huge shock and so frustrating it is frustrating. so frustrating sorry so let's go back to patagonia oh my god <laughs> nice nice you are sharp today my friend yeah yeah Damn. Well, you take a couple weeks off yeah <laughs> right <laughs> you're gonna be carrying us in a minute yeah <laughs> so patagonia do it again i want to live vicariously yeah yeah uh well i gotta, I gotta get you can through all this. guess what we're talking about uh <laughs> Reddit. Um, <laughs> so Patagonia, the the vests, their fleece vests. Yeah, you got yeah. Guys like Jeff Bezos, the freaking Uber CEO. So those are like those stupid colored vests you see CEOs wearing over a button down shirt if they want to look like semi casual but still rich. Yes. Got it. Yes. So Patagonia basically decided, you know what? Like all these fintech companies, like all these financial and tech focused companies that are just springing up out of nowhere, like you know, hedge fund sort of, you know, the, the quote unquote Uber for blank, you know, sort yeah. of companies are all popping up out of nowhere. And, and they're all saying like, oh, we're going to, we're going to buy vests for like our, our executives, of, you know, Patagonia vests. And that's what puts us in the in crowd. So Patagonia basically decided, you know what, 
we're going to start scrutinizing this a little bit closer because we don't know that all of these kind of finance bro companies are actually going to live up to sort of the values that Patagonia has as a company about doing good in the world and making sure that you're you're giving back to the environment and being eco-friendly and sustainable. Uh, fuck so, off. So so now Patagonia is basically saying we don't need your money like to to some of these companies that that if they think aren't living up to the corporate responsibilities uh, of sustainability and eco-friendliness, they're not going to let you have uh you know unless you go buy them off the shelves yourself you know but like they, a lot of those types of companies go through Patagonia directly to get yeah like they a, a want some kind of deal and, yeah, or something right. so they're basically just going to start rejecting these companies which I think is a little ballsy of them I think it's stupid I mean you definitely could see how it can be considered stupid and and you know as Jordan said uh, Republicans buy sneakers. You know, so so yeah. Sell to everybody. You know, make enemies with no one. You're sell. You you have a commoditized good. Uh, sell it. I mean, yeah. It's like, do the shareholders of Patagonia agree with this? I don't know if Patagonia is publicly traded. I feel like it probably is, but I, I mean, wonder if the shareholders would would disagree with taking the money from these companies or not. To take a step back from that. The idea that companies should get a discount, or, like a company has a bigger budget for this shit than an individual. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, I don't think that just because you're going to buy 200 for all your people at your at your startup company or whatever, that you should get a deal. Like you. I mean, that's just you, how bulk you, order. No, works, I know, you but know. I don't think it should. That's what I'm saying. I understand that's the way it works. Why don't you but think it, it should work that way? Because if you've got the money, like it's the same thing like with musicians, right? If you're a world famous musician, you get all your gear for free, but you can afford it more than anyone else. Yeah. You can afford and justify spending five grand on a new amplifier if you're a professional, famous guitar player who's going to make 50 grand or more off of playing it this year. So why should you get it for free? That's stupid. It should go to the people that can't afford it. For, and I know that's like backwards, but whatever. Like, you know, you're not going to sell that $5,000 amplifier to a lot of at-home players, but there's this idea in the minds of the people in these companies that like, oh, well, if they see Slash using it, then yeah, you know that kid in the basement will go out and buy it. Yeah, but yeah. like that kid in the basement can't afford your five thousand dollar amp, no matter how much he sees it. Because trust me, I was that kid. I was that kid looking at that kind of turntable and that kind of drum set and that kind of all that shit, and just wishing and think, well, maybe someday. And guess what? Someday never came for a lot of that stuff. Yeah, but you know the reality is, and as much as this may be painful to hear, yeah, uh, you weren't the target audience for for those. No, I know, but well, you just you just happen to have overlapping interests with the target audience that had more disposable income, and that Slash was the perfect influencer for because they had that disposable cash, and they love some fucking Slash, and they go, "Yep." But you reach a certain it. price point, yeah. When when where when that it's doesn't not work. a casual purchase, no matter what, right? But but brands know that too. Brands are well aware of that. I mean, they slice and dice. I mean, the ads you're seeing are meant for you. You know, oh yeah. So they know there's some somehow you fit into this Venn. You may be the very fringe of it, but somehow you fit into this Venn, and they're getting it's getting crazier and crazier. Like yeah. our, our boy Jeff, friend of the show, uh, he's living this world right now. I mean, oh, he, yeah. he is really uh, helping stand up what's called our ad ops team. And okay, like he's he's starting to try to think through the logic of okay, let's pretend let's pretend it's the simplest thing we all know a, a banner ad on a website, right? Like a a display banner. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody hates them, but you you still can't avoid them. 
Well, they kind of fund the internet, so right. they know, do, exactly. Be glad they're there, right? You, you, we really should, but yeah. it's, from a user experience standpoint, they're the fucking worst. But they if do they, if they pop up in front of what I'm trying to do, horrible. But you know, horrible. across the bottom, I'm okay with. Yeah, it. if they're in line, you can whatever ignore yeah, yeah. it. Um, so so let's pretend it's for um, an, an NFL team, right? Because okay. there's thirty. You do know this roughly. There's thirty two teams in the NFL. Sure, thirty two cities around the country. Now, they instead of having to create an individual ad for each one of those cities, all mm-hmm. 32, they can basically build one once and then have it dynamically grab the logo and the right colors and the right everything based on logic matrices that are built out. And they go, okay, well, when it's being served in Buffalo or the general Buffalo Bills area and they intelligently map it out based on like ISP providers and saying this area is going to get served the Buffalo Bills one and just just below you know at number 47 Main Street all of a sudden it's going to switch to being New York Giants stuff yeah because we know that's where it all changes geography wise and, and buying you know demographics wise so so they're able to segment and slice and dice everything so finely now and 32 is just a that's that's nothing I mean we're talking companies are creating basically hundreds and hundreds of versions of the same unit uh-huh. just to make sure it's getting to the right person with the right headline and the right imagery that might convince it, you to buy a little bit more than if you'd seen the generic version. Okay, right? so how does this apply to... Our boy Jeff's trying to do all the logic for, for for a bunch of these right now. Right, right. Right, so so I'm just saying, in general, yeah, uh, it's it's a complex web that we're weaving. You know, from a from a marketing standpoint, like the influencer marketing is just a, an aspect of it, right? I'm just saying, some people get so lost in the weeds of ideas like that. I, I get what you're saying. Some people get so lost in the details, they lose sight of the thing they're doing in the first place. Sure. And I like if you if I were Patagonia, and I got a call from Apple, like we want to buy 500 of your vests for all our favorite employees. That would be like great. The retail price is ninety nine fifty or whatever the hell it is. So that times five hundred. Well, no, we want a deal. Why do you want a deal? You're Apple. You have more money than God. You don't need a deal. The more money you, you have, the less you have well, to spend. It, that's the bullshit of that's it. That's the way it works. That's though. the bullshit of yeah. it, though. And that I can, you can, you can logic and an algorithm your way around that all you want. But at the end of the day, it's still a stupid concept. Oh no, I agree. It doesn't make any sense. You can be once you have enough money and your and and notoriety and your celebrity, then you don't have to pay for any restaurants. You don't have to pay for for any clothes. People so just give it to you because the you're already you rich get, and famous. Yeah. So like, I'm just saying, kind of fuck that notion in general. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, but so I. But at the same, Patagonia should they shouldn't be. I don't want to have to fill out a morality questionnaire to buy my next pair of Nikes, you know. Right. If you want to buy them, you want to buy them. Yeah. Like I've got the money. Give me the shit. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's it. You know, you didn't. You, it didn't cost you this much to make it in the first place. Anyway, ain't that the truth? Yeah. So I, I, I think that's kind of. I don't know. Oh, if you want to wear our vests, then you have to not litter. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or, you know, fuck not you be, and your vest. Not be res- you know, not be responsible for like a massive oil spill or something. I mean, that's the, yeah, that's great. I, I don't. Those people are garbage. Absolutely. So so let's say you owned uh, Josh's like a uh, cookie store. Right, and you sell. Well, I have cookies. a mobile DJ business, you sure. know. So, like, I've got a small. I've got a, It's just me and one other person. You, <laughs> would you? Uh, would you refuse your your mobile DJ cookies 
to anyone for any reason or no. or you would just say I will literally you pay I will show up and play and I'm a professional give you snacks I, I do the same thing with I'm an independent contractor for all these bands I've worked for for right. over a decade and I don't care who it is I don't I don't yeah work. you, you were gonna do a kids show tour and you were like just sign me up let's yeah, go absolutely yeah. is the is the money green I'm there <laughs> right. I'm a great worker my right. services are professional level and they are available to whoever's paying me right and that's it it's really that's all there is to it. And you know, I've had I've had I'm not gonna name any names, but I have had other bands I've worked for when I go to work for someone else. So like, well but what about your loyalty? Yeah. And like, um I'm loyal to the money that I make from this. Right. That's what this is. Right. So, Unless you're paying me year round. Yeah, you put me on retainer, then I'll sit on my ass between all your two and not work for anyone else, and that's fine with me. But guess what? No one's doing that because it's not good business sense. So the right. business sense for me has to be Take all comers. I'm here. It's it is interesting when in in professions that have uh, a lot of independent contractors. Did you see the latest John Oliver? Uh the one from just Sunday just the night? other night. Yeah, about wrestlers. Yeah, I How did. They're all independent contractors. I did see that. I mean, that's yeah. the same as NFL players. You know, like like they're all basically freelancers. But they shouldn't be. But those shouldn't guys be. really shouldn't. They be. really shouldn't be. You know, and, and athletes and, shouldn't be. You no, know. and it's and it's just amazing to think of 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 where historically the power is, though, right? Like somehow the power is in the you know the teams, yet the players are the ones on the field who are independent contractors. They have no reason to be loyal to any team. If another team is going to come along and say, "Hey, we'd rather pay you more than these guys are," shouldn't they just be able to go whenever? Well, that happens a lot, doesn't it? Like every well, yes. season, it switches around. Yes and no, right? Teams sign players to three-year contract, four-year sure. contract. So technically, the team owns the rights to that player's services for the duration of that contract. They can choose as a team to cut him or trade him anytime they want. Is the he pl- getting his money? Yes, but that's the, all that matters. But the player can't choose to release himself or trade himself at any given time. So basically. Well, he signed a contract. Yeah, so so you're you're. I'm okay with losing that. the autonomy. I'm okay with that. You're already getting paid a couple million dollars to catch a ball, Touché. or to sit on the bench while the other guys catch a ball. Like you know what? Count your blessings. Know how good you have it. So let's let's flip this around then. Let's make this the mobile DJ cookie business. Okay. So if you have a gig lined up, yep, and somebody comes along and says, "I really need you that same date. I'll pay you double." Hmm, that's not good business. It's not good business. Uh, going back on a commitment that I already made is not good business for me because if I if someone look, I charge a price, right? And the price I charge is f- it's fair to the client for right. sure, and it's also fair to me, right? Like I'm not I'm not doing it for peanuts, right? But I also deliver an excellent caliber of service, yeah. So like I know that we're good at what we do, right? And so far, all the reviews agree right. we're very good at what we do, sure. So. The price reflects that, but it's not unfairly reflecting that. It's not. It's just like, you know, I'm. I don't want to go too far into the weeds or details, but like, I am confident that my price is justified. Sure. And if you pay me that, for you, you know, that's a big deal to you because for me, it's another gig. Sure, in a sense, but it's the gig I do. I'm good at it. That's right. fine. Right. But for you, if you're hiring my company, then that's for your wedding. Right, it's for your big, prom, big event. It's for yeah, it's for something you know, super important to you. It's a big deal, so yeah. that's a big day. And you, when you reserve me, the idea is that you're comfortable. Like, all right, I know that part is going to go great. And unless I'm dead, and I know I it's going to happen, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. we're going to be there. And right. I can't come back two weeks later and be like, I actually have to pull out. Someone offered me double the money. Right, I might find a way 
to get a, do both. Well, right. look, I, there's there's more than one of us in right. the company, so like I might find a way to do both, but right. and that's and that's fine. That's up to me. As long as you get the same level of service right. and get what you paid for, that's fine, and you will. But I no, I wouldn't pull out of a date because someone made go. some god money offer because Good the people you. that but you know you can't make people unsure about the plans they make for their wedding day right that would it's be too important that would be horrible well it's just too important that's bad business yeah so yeah that, no, that's good, where i land on, on you that. glad to hear that that's where i land on that glad to hear that but i'm also like satisfied i'm not sitting around going like oh someday i'll be able to raise the price like i'm happy with the price i charge i'm happy when i get paid that i don't feel like anyone's taking anybody so while we're on this what's new bent mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about what people get paid uh did you know what's new disney hit with gender pay gap class action lawsuit They've been one of the notorious offenders for a long time. I didn't know this. Like, this was all... I mean, I knew Disney had not the best working conditions for, like, in the theme parks, but I didn't realize they were so notorious for the the gender pay gap, Um, which is, you know... Are there any numbers in there? Yeah, I mean, they kind of talk about a few different people. Um, Basically, you know, this woman worked for Disney for the last 11 years. Right, and she she brought up the issue of pay to human resources. She basically said, "Look, I'm making, you know, a hundred and nine, basically a hundred and ten thousand dollars a year." Um, and she found out that six men who had the same title she did all made more, ranging from sixteen thousand dollars more to forty thousand dollars more per year. So she's making one ten, and at a minimum, these other six guys with the same exact job are making, you know, 125 to 30 or north of that, you know. Is she as good at the job? That well, be my had, first question. You know, and, and they had um I do the same job as other people at the company I work for, but you know, it's uh so the, we shouldn't all be paid the same. Yeah, and you know what? Like I I do agree with that to an extent, right? Like I I have a lot of people, you know, on my team and, and they some make similar amounts, some make very different amounts, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's based on a lot of things. Yeah, exactly. That have to do with, not just the job description. Right. Not just the desk. Right. I mean, it's also it's also very easy for me to feel comfortable in a situation like this because the highest paid person in my group is a female uh, and she deserves every penny and then some. Uh, so but, that, but if she didn't, you wouldn't. You know no, what I mean? No, if, if she, she didn't deserve, if, she, if the she's the most... better worker, she should make more. If she's a worst worker, she should make less. No, she she's has she's nothing a to boss. do with he or yeah. she. she. She's a baller, and uh, yeah. and and you know, I think we, we joke about this a lot, right? Because it's it's very it's a sensitive thing, both both pay for for females, but also even just hiring. You know, and, and gender is just an aspect of of the discrimination. You know, cornucopia that that exists you know and it's people of different races get paid different amounts statistically you know so it's it's not just gender and i don't at all mean to you know take away from the fact that disney is and this is just one example in this class action lawsuit like it's a class action suit there's lots of examples in here Yeah, that's the thing like you know one one instance here or there isn't but yeah if they if they've got a program or a habit of it then yeah you know But Take a look at the board. I bet it's mostly white men. Yeah, and it's interesting because, you know, right now, this time of year for us is, like, review season, and, like, we, we look at salaries. We look at is somebody getting paid what they're worth. Are they getting, like, not just to us, but are they getting paid what the market thinks they're worth? So we, we, we have 
full discussions with like human I do with human resources about all the people on my team like talking about this stuff mm-hmm. and it's it's really fascinating because there's so much more to it than I ever think about I'm so fortunate to have like amazing professionals who actually know what they're doing uh, and can guide me through this thing because like I have to ultimately make some decisions on it but it's it's a very complex thing to consider what is someone's economical value you know uh and, and yeah that's tough it's really hard to put dollars against heads you know and that's a thing that i'm such an empath i'm such a feelings person mm-hmm. that that's really hard for me to but it's part of my job i just have to do it you know and i have to you know and, and there's a lot of things that go into that right like if, if everybody should get a cost of living increase right but when you have yeah. specific situations, like, well, this person just got a promotion that came with a very nice raise. Does that person also then get a cost of living increase? You know, like where a lot of other people are just getting the cost of living increase and didn't get a promotion and didn't get, you know, a pay bump. And, and when you have to add those percents against just off the cuff, I'd say, no, nah, they're fine. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah, I'll tell you that was my answer. Yeah, good. You know? yeah. Like, like, I feel OK. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No, um, and, no I, they don't, and, and they I think that. and I think everyone could see that differently. Right. I could absolutely understand why someone would, would say the exact opposite and say, no. If everyone gets a cost of living increase, you know, then then anybody who got a, a promotion with a pay bump should also get that, too. You know, uh, I could see why someone would feel that way. Cost of living is for people that didn't get a raise. Correct. That's what it's for. Correct. It's because there's inflation. Correct. And because as it is, companies do not keep current with inflation anyway. Correct. <laughs> Just across the board, pay Correct. doesn't do that. So at the very least, if you didn't get a raise this year, here's a little something. Yeah to just at least pretend we're keeping up with inflation. Right. And honestly, I, I'd say we do a good job, you know, and I've, I've worked other places no, I think, where... I, th- I think you guys pay you know, competitively. Y- yes, we definitely pay competitively. Uh, and, and, you know, I think there's a lot about what goes into treating an employee well. And I honestly, like, I'm just scratching the surface on that stuff, even after years of, of being people's boss. Like, there's still a lot for me to get better at and to understand. But, but people, you know, feelings and money should be separate, but ultimately people have feelings about money. Oh, yeah. You know, so so it becomes very, very thin ice uh, and, and very delicate conversations to be very exact, you know, and very specific with in the type of language you use and what you do and don't promise or commit to, um, you know, and it's it's just tough. There's a lot of things to consider. And, you know, it's uh, I, I have never once thought about paying someone less or more because of their race their gender their you know sexual orientation their you know like like those things are so far away from any decision criteria for me it's all performance based and you know like what have you been adding to the the team or the the work or whatever yeah um but it's it, so it's weird to think that someone could actually say oh that woman no well, i mean we can't pay her as much as is jim you know yeah like i can't even fathom how that could be a thought a person has but i know that there's tons of people who think way differently than me so it's just hard for me to reconcile uh using anything about someone like against them for for pay purposes Hmm. you know yeah and i I can't imagine how these people get to the places where they're well thinking that way well they didn't get to that place they came from that place we're talking about a different generation especially like the people running disney yeah, that's. I mean, you know, it's a family it's not people, business. It's, it's not people in their early or mid thirties running Disney. You know what I mean? I mean, Walt Disney was. You know, he he was a known anti semite. Like, yeah, he's he a didn't character. even hide it. He was a character. You know? 
Yeah. So, I mean, well, he was an asshole. So, I mean, just based on that, asshole. <laughs> so, but came from a different time. Right. And that's what he was taught. And he created a culture there and hired some people, and then he died. But I bet you a bunch of those people are still there. Yeah. And how do you change culture? Well, <laughs> there's ways, but usually it involves some kind of takeover or changing of the guard. Yeah. So ultimately. But, you, you know, know, the good news is. A lot of the people that feel this way are, they've already started dying off. Yeah, they're aging out, right? That's well, they're dying off, which I think is even better. Because, like, not only do we not need them we're in the office. This, we're saying the same thing. Yeah. I'm saying no, yeah, it you're the nicer saying way. nicer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think it's good that a lot of the racists and a lot of the, um, you know, the Reaganite economics people and things like Trickle that. Trickle down. Yeah. Trickle I think, down. I think a lot of those never people gets there. are going to be dead soon, and that's better for the rest of us. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll I'll, uh, I'll happily hold one of the shovels when the time comes for all y'all. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm killing time so you can <laughs> take Collect one for my me. Thoughts. That's it. That's it. Get it together. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think um, I think it's. It's it's a fascinating case study in, in culture and society that we're so close to having the right kind of people in the most important positions in, in our world, you know? Mm-hmm. But we haven't aged in all the way yet. The, the, there's enough people who think the right way that are getting to that place of having the most economic power and having the, the actual positions that hold sway in government and and. and business sectors mm-hmm. um but we're not there yet you know but it, it's like we're we're knocking on the door and we're getting ready to kick it in soon because people are getting frustrated and i think that's where that tension in culture and society comes from mm-hmm. when it is time for the guard to change and you see that historically you know you see when when cultures reach that that breaking point uh, of too much of the old way is still in place and too many of us don't think that way anymore. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm I'm excited for, for where we are in time and the fact, like, the ages that we're at that we're going to get to see in our lifetime some really radical changes. I certainly hope so. Oh, dude. How, if, if so if much somebody shit else is isn't, so overdue. If somebody else isn't doing it, uh, fucking we're going to do it because <laughs> there, there's too much that has to change. But, like, I'm, I'm super excited about, you know, politics again. You know, it's a thing I was really bummed out on but like there's some people running that i really believe in and can get behind and 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 feel like they have you know something different to offer a different voice or somebody that's closer to our generation who understands us you i'm know. still waiting for the right person uh how much have you been have you been paying attention to who's kind of in right now because I, I have somebody that i would strongly uh endorse that you check out let's see who is it uh pete buddha judge Okay, I've actually have not heard that name. Pete Buttigieg is the. I'll tell you what, though, that's going to be a rough name to get elected with. Uh, he's already got strategies on how to combat it. Uh, he his <laughs> he says it's boot edge edge, quick okay. or Buddha judge quick. Either way, okay, you get there. So he is the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, uh, which is not a good starting point. Well, it doesn't sound like it. You ever been to South Bend? Uh, I, I haven't, but I, I do know uh, he took he took over when it was in a very dark place. It's still a very dark place. But shockingly, no it's, offense to the people that live there, but I'm just surprised you haven't all moved already. So so uh, he has definitely done some work if for for them economically uh, and instituted some some programs that have really 
helped started to, I mean, they just now this year got to the point where the average salary is, is over 20 grand. Yeah. It's so, rough. So there. it is, is a very tough, it's rough. It's a very tough place. And he knows that, but the guy is a Rhodes scholar from Harvard who was a combat, uh, served in Afghanistan, like active duty. Okay. Um, is the, uh, has more executive experience as a mayor, you know, than, uh, either of the people we have in the current prez or vice prez offices uh and he's done a lot of good he took them from when he took over as mayor um they were like 15th or worst in the nation economically uh and you know he's turned them around you know he's done he's done a lot of great stuff but he also has a lot of good policy ideas you know so i'd, I'd recommend checking him out pete buddha judge i'll take a look um he doesn't hurt that he's you know Extremely well spoken. Like I would recommend his CNN Town Hall on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, is probably one of the best things to really get a good feel for him because he's. It's not just a speech, right? Like he stands up there, he talks for a little bit, but then he starts fielding questions from people, and then he's talking with Jake Tapper, and he's he's just kind of being candid and being himself and 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 talking. But you know, I I think uh, the oh the thing I left out, which is completely irrelevant, but it it does add an interesting flavor. Uh, he's openly gay and married. Um, and you know he's very it's a very down here thing for him but he's not you know he he's not hiding it he's just saying that's so irrelevant again to all the things that i have to think and say and um he's just he's just a really interesting guy and i think uh i think he could be you know the closest to somebody who gets our generation and understands like what we need and what what kind of change is really coming he, he talks about how uh, he thinks a lot about the year 2054 because that's when he'll be the age of the current president now Mm. you know and like just somebody who who gets you know the that sort of thinking like a lot of these things might not mean much to some people but a lot of these things mean a lot more to a lot of us who need to be here in 2054 and beyond you have a son coming you know yeah like we have to be thinking long term uh, gotta say given the given the climate oh, what a good thing we're having a son yeah i mean whew, that's gonna help <laughs> yeah that's just that's gonna help him i'm sorry yeah. it shouldn't be that way but that's a, that's a relief in a lot of ways. Uh, hopefully we would have said the same thing if it had been a daughter. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't say the same thing. It's not a, it's not a level playing field. It's not. It's not. And she, she would have huge disadvantages and potential obstacles and all kinds of things to field. And he's just not going to have to deal with any of that shit. He's going to be able to, you know. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, it's definitely. It's a good starting point. That's all I'm saying. Be, yeah. Well, uh, who is it? Louis C.K.? Like being, being a white male. This shit's good. Yeah. <laughs> this shit is good. Um. That said, uh, yeah, so I would definitely recommend Pete Buttigieg if you're interested in somebody who's just got a different take. Uh, obviously, there's lots of other great people that are running on the Democratic ticket. There's, there's Kamala Harris. There's uh, Julian Castro. Like, there's lots of lots of interesting people with fresh perspective. Bernie Sanders running again. I See, just, I like Bernie. I, I really like Bernie. Like Bernie. I, I, and you know I like Bernie. Yeah. You know I'm a Bernie guy. So the fact that I, I've really started to really get into Pete Buttigieg and kind of where he's coming from, uh, I think, is is something worth considering knowing what a bernie guy i am my freaking yeah, yeah. dog's name is bernie <laughs> and don't worry we're not becoming a political no podcast. not at all but you know uh sometimes it's important to talk about the stuff that we're passionate about and we were just talking about that before we started rolling and uh it's something that you know um we're, we're you know talking about potentially actually volunteering oh cool like that's how that's how inspired we are all right now, you know so dig that yeah uh, and you know that's something like the last time i felt that way i you know i, I volunteered for the obama campaign when i was living in california mm-hmm. you know and like that was that was something that meant a ton to me obviously because he won you know and like mm-hmm. i felt i felt like i was a part of that yeah. you know um, even though it was it was you know 
canvassing and, and doing calls, you know, and going to, to events and rallies and stuff, uh, you know, I still felt like I was, I was helping, you know, and I was, I was pitching in on something I, I genuinely believed in. Um, but now I think it's even more important in a sense, you know, like we're getting older uh, and we, you know, we have to think about the realities of, you know, having kids and, and having families. And, uh, you know, when I was volunteering for Obama campaign, I was just a, a young, you know, a starving artist in LA and I had the freedom and the time and the energy to, to do that stuff, you know, but, uh, everything's more important now. It's like, everything's more increasingly important the older you get. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You got I'd... less time to, to be carefree about some stuff. Yeah, fair, fair. I don't, I, I, I don't have a ton to add to that. I agree with a bunch <laughs> of things you just said. Um, I don't know. I also, I, you know, where we should always be trying to use our vote to impact the the government and use that to change whatever we can. Totally. Uh, also, to count on that being the answer to your problems. To yeah. Count on a governmental change or a massive policy shift. It's the to only process life. we have. It's, no, it's not though. Well, it's not a lot of it, and anyone who says, you know, everything would be fine for me if there was just this different law or something is you are avoiding all the real things that you can do in your own life to improve your situation. Oh, sure. And a lot. I think that um, the idea that nothing can change until then is just uh, no, you're not just straight. Like I have always gotten by doing things that, you know, if pursuing a career that is not known for providing well for people and i i've always gotten by i've always managed to do a little better and a little better and a little better yeah and that has nothing to do with who's in office sure or what the laws are and so that's part of the reason that i'm kind of indifferent to a lot of it that i kind of like you know at this point right now it's like ah, i'm gonna see who the front runners become because right now it's the usual thing there's a whole bunch of spaghetti being thrown at the wall i'm gonna wait and see what sticks and what falls sure but i think um, i because, think but, to... I, but I, so i will vote and i will take an interest and an active interest and i will make an educated vote because that's the only thing you can be proud of it's the only way you can be proud of doing it i believe but uh i also you know, I'm not waiting on the right president to come along for the shit in my life to get fixed. I am finding ways to fix it myself. I am finding ways to make up for the lost time. I am finding sure, ways to sure. to get the extra income or to increase my own means. And I've always assumed I'm going to have to do that in spite of policy right. and in spite of government and establishment. And I'm, I'm still correct about that. And that's that's fine. So but all of you who are waiting on a new president, you know what? Go out and do likewise. It's, it's, I don't have it all figured out. But there's more to it than that. I think I think maybe you're selling it a little bit short because it's not you're right. It's not about who's in office as a president. Totally agree with that. But you as an individual, me as an individual, you and I cannot stop climate change. No, we can't do that. No. Someone who has aggress who has the power and authority to create legislation that mandates that we have more carbon taxes for for criminal offenders you know in the in the big oil and big well, whatever whoever can get businesses. lobbying out out of politics right. is going to be who does right. that so, you so know, the people um, the people who have the right policies and have the power to enforce and legislate those policies to spend the the resources that we do have and the ways that are better for your and i and our future families long-term benefit are the people i do want in office and right now we don't have nearly enough of those agreed. and actually i think i think you're right it's it's less about who's the president but the president's a beacon the president's a lighthouse what what's more important is people like you and me getting involved at the the state and local level people who actually care whether or not you're running for a local office or just trying to contribute somehow to beyond your individual self and trying to make sure that some of this is here 
for, for if you want to have a family, that means you probably want to leave a legacy. And the last thing you'd want to do to them is say, I used up everything now because, and I don't care about what you're going to have or what your kids are going to have. My grandkids or you know, it's like, it's, it's like if you're, if you're going to be living in that way, then you got to make sure you're leaving some for them and hopefully leaving better. Right. So I think more people need to care about what's going on. Um, beyond the presidency and care about how can I impact my community or my tribe or, you know, obviously start with the foundation, make your family and yourself as good as you can. But once you know you're in a stable place, how can you make better beyond yourself? Yeah. You know, like the people who just amass wealth and put up walls and gates and fences and slat fences. Those are the people that don't deserve power because those are the people that care about themselves. The people who are saying, I have pretty good. I'm doing okay. Hey, is my neighbor all right? Like, are you face down in the gutter? Like, that's not good for anybody, you know? I think those are the people that need to be empowered and put in those places of authority to make good decisions. And I worry at times that we're so focused on who's the president, red or blue, Democrat or Republican, that we lose sight of what's important and critical for everybody because we, we need some good shit to be left. I, I think that sounds good to say. But I think it's it's what people need to do. This is a really complicated issue, like specifically on like the climate change thing. Like, you know, a lot of actual numbers and studies point to the idea that there's really like nothing you or I can do as individuals to affect climate change. It has right. to be done at massive corporate and policy levels. And th so like that is a good reason to vote for president, for example. So well, for governor, for state that, senator, but, all that stuff like yeah. those people will vote for legislation the way you want if you vote for the local people yep i know that think that way i know but you're right like you and i like we can't pick up enough bottles and cans yeah there's we'll never be able to so that's almost and a wasted lot of the things energy. that we're told are going to decrease our carbon footprint actually don't do that at all some even increase it i could go on for days but the yeah, I I, uh, I I haven't paid much attention to the spaghetti of candidates being thrown at the wall, and well, uh, what we you should haven't... probably we should probably you know not get into too much of a political tailspin. That's been that's been one of the credos of this show that I actually kind of like that we don't go too far into those weeds. Yeah, but you know, well, and I'm, I'm not going to pretend I'm completely altruistic. Like I haven't had a neighbor come and help me up ever. So no, I don't do the same thing for mine because I've got my own shit to take care of and I've been able to get by fine. That's so fair. at the same time, like if you're in the gutter, how the fuck did you get there? <laughs> you know, if, what did if you, you do that got you in the gutter? If you're intelligent and capable and actually keeping your shit together, I don't think you would have wound up there. I don't think there's actually a really shitty situation or lifestyle you can you can land in where you don't have any personal responsibility for it. And no, I'm not saying that the concept of pull yourself up by your bootstraps is a real thing. It's not. It's fucking bullshit. But, you know, no, I nobody I, can pull themselves up completely on their own that you but need I have, help. You need a hand. You need yeah, a little bit of luck. But like, I, I have never gone out and, you know, checked on my neighbor like that. And not, nor has any of them come and check on me. And I don't expect that to change. I, I'm OK with that not changing. That's unfortunate. I feel it's it's not necessarily the best way for the world to be like I can tell you. Well, it's interesting because we were neighbors in a sense, like when you and I lived in New York and we were just struggling together, like we were neighbors. We, we lived, in, we the lived same in the same place, apartment, but we were neighbors in a sense. We right. Were roommates. Like, that's not the same thing. Yeah. But like we're like, family, too. Like, that's different. Like, but, I would bend over backwards for you. But Matt was You're there and brother. we still took care of Matt. 
Like, we definitely bent over backwards to help that yeah, dude out. Yeah, best we could. I didn't get any furniture for his room. <laughs> and I, I actually feel, did give him furniture. And I don't feel any responsibility <laughs> that he didn't have any. I got I, all the furniture I had in my room, I went out and fucking got. Yeah. And I showed up to New York just as broke yeah. and just as clueless. And I fucking figured <laughs> that shit out. So, like, if you can't do the same thing, that's on you. It is interesting, It's totally right? on you. you and, and I, I were am succeeding. not going to see. Oh, he doesn't have a couch. Oh, I feel so bad. I'm going to give him a couch. That's not a good way for people to be. I mean, that's not a good way for the world to work. It is interesting because you and I were succeeding there where he was struggling. People need to you learn know? how to fish, yeah. not be handed free meals. Yeah. I do. We need to feed the hungry and we need to take care of each other at a base level. But that is already happening way more than a lot of liberals give it credit for. And I, I am a liberal in yeah, policy and belief. Sure I am. But there, there becomes this almost... Um, heavenly idealistic version of altruism when people are giving speeches or when people are monologuing on the idea of their values and how they think the world should be but at the end of the day i really feel solid that 90 percent of them are they don't actually live that all the way and really you shouldn't you shouldn't always live all that all the way that's just me though I'm, a, I'm an idiot. What the fuck do I know, right? So, you know. Well, I mean, you know, I... Uh, as, I don't have it all figured out. As someone, But I know bullshit when I see it. As someone who doesn't have it figured out, but did just monologue on their values, um, you know, I'd agree with... I wasn't trying to insult you, by the no, way. No, I don't, I don't take it as an insult, because I would agree with you. Like, I, I, I probably straddle the line. I'm very opinionated, but at the same time, I... I also have put my money where my mouth is. You know, I've I've volunteered for things. I have helped my neighbors. I have done, I do those things. That's who that's who I am. You and I are different in some ways, and that's probably one of them. You, you know, help like, you help those next door neighbors over there. Yes. With what? When? Uh, Sheriff Andy. I helped him uh, put his pool cover on. Okay. I mean, he he asked. I helped. Actually, he didn't ask. I saw him struggling with it, and I asked if he needed a hand. And he said that would be awesome. So I okay. ran around. And well, did yeah, it. I do stuff like that. Right, that's helping for your strangers. Neighbor. Right, that's helping your neighbor. Yeah, I do stuff like that. Right, that. But but if but I but I'm not going to give them money. I I have a rule. I do not give strangers money. Yeah. See, but that's Definitely what they actually that. need. That's what poor people actually need. Well, that's where basic income comes in. Well, I don't really think <laughs> you should get paid for not working. But it's not about that. It's to offset what businesses don't to your point earlier right yes we don't offset inflation that's the whole point behind basic income it's not because we should be giving every fucking homeless person 20 bucks we're spiraling so bad right now <laughs> but yeah. this is an interesting this is interesting stuff otherwise we can go right to your complaint if, if the policy <laughs> the policy we have right now definitely rewards um definitely rewards people who hoard yeah definitely rewards people who scam the system sure um, or even if you're not sc- not scamming the system, the system is not wired for poor people to move up. No, the it's, fact it's is there can only where be so many rich people. Right. So, you know, it, the status quo is vigorously defended, and even beyond what's written in the rule book, um, lots of those rules are gotten around via lobbying, via political action committees. You know, the money flowing into politics, it's become such a rigged game. And it's people dirty. say that because a company, for example, just to pick an easy known example, I'm not I, I know I'm not a genius for knowing this. So don't tweet at me. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> like you would see it. Yeah, I'm not on fucking Twitter anyway, because Twitter's stupid. But whatever. <laughs> at Rose Nose Pod. Yeah, go ahead. Tweet at us. We'll ignore it. <laughs> if you leave us a message on Anchor. <laughs> 
then we might actually because you know what that shows more investment if you're it actually does. trying to get in touch with us that's fine but if yeah. all you're doing is tweeting then you're fucking lazy because your tweets don't solve the problem either and i don't care what you think boiled down into 140 characters uh, t- i think it went up didn't it I, I, I think it went up years ago yeah. i'm just dating myself yeah. <laughs> But like you this know, this is just an, going into complaint quarter. You should just keep rolling. If an here. oil company, <laughs> if an oil company can lobby unlimited amounts of money oh, into yeah. politics, it's which gross. they absolutely can, it's gross. Then of course it's going to stay the way it is. And if they can lobby to make sure that the policy maintains their ability to do that, which they do, and they can do it louder and with more money than anyone else, which, which they, they can, can, then of course it's going to stay the way it is. So, you know, if anyone's waiting for these rules to be rewritten, then you haven't researched the way the world works enough. Because the fact is, there aren't, I I really don't think the person's coming from any camp who is going to, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope someone proves me wrong. I think that people who would do it won't actually win the election. Exactly. Like, I love Bernie. He's not going to win. Because the money will out speak him the money will buy up and large up someone bigger and the money will hire the consultant that tells the person no if you say it this way then you're going to capture some bernie voters yeah and if you wear this three points yeah and and if you and if you do that and if we and also at the end of the day the way the electoral college works um you really the reason they only campaign in swing states is because the way the districts are drawn up and the way the system act of who's elected president actually works there's three states that basically determine who's president would you we don't live would you them. abolish uh, the electoral college? Because absolutely, a, that's that's one of the things that's really starting to divide the candidates right now. Is absolutely is, the is, electoral college is outdated go. and ridiculous. Yeah. And the way it came one about person, in one the, vote, the, the the reason it was put in in the first place is because the people in power thought that the voters were generally too stupid, and if you gave people too much democracy, I, I'm not. I'm not look it up by the way. No, I'm not true. just saying this. This is fact. Facts. You know, I'm I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but basically the idea of too much democracy being given to all these people who could barely read at the time don't deserve it. Well, not that they don't deserve it. It's just like what if they voted duck into office? Maybe they would do that, you know? And like look at the way the fucking internet works. Yeah. Look at the way memes work. Yeah. I honestly don't have that much faith in my fellow man either. Like I think a lot of you morons might elect a duck into office. And that's fucking crazy. But you know, Bodie McBoatface became the name of that yeah, that, that ship. ship that was pulled for its name. That's what I mean. You know, like, but it wouldn't be that direct. It wouldn't be just vote in anyone. It'd be, it'd be still the same. You know, the the same general platform as far as people running. You know, but but sure, there's but no electoral college to get in between. I'm not saying I agree with the electoral college. I'm saying the reason it exists in the first place right. is because they thought people were at stupid. the time that it was designed. Well, people were a lot <laughs> less educated. Truth back yeah. then. The the. You know, we are better educated now, not as well educated as the rest of the world, but hey, that's neither here nor there, right? And we have slower Wi-Fi. Yeah. So, and if maybe if your Wi-Fi was a little faster, you could read more <laughs> shit and learn all these things too. But uh, yeah, man, uh, it's it's amazing how many things I read in Japan, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was only being held back by the downloads. Exactly. <laughs> but I, I, I'm losing my train. I'm losing my choo-choo train of thought here. Um, yeah, if you, the the game is not rigged for these problems to be solved. Right. And so it's very very unlikely that these problems will actually be solved. And while I love altruism and while I love, 
you know, great ideas in morality and politics. And I love the idea of the government taking care of poor people the way it's supposed to. Um, That's socialism. Well, yeah, we could use a little socialism. Agreed. But honestly, yeah. people don't hold your fucking breath. Yeah. I want it just as bad as you do, but I am not counting on it and no one else should either. And that that's that's that. That's the end of my rant on that. And that's why if you care too much about who's president in the first place, you're wasting your time. Right. Because that is not it. The system is not designed to solve the problems that you or I or regular people care about. And so the, the idea that we all get wrapped up in who these candidates are and that we all get stuck in that at the end of the day, that candidate's still going to have to deal with Congress and the Senate. And there's always going to be way too much money flooding into politics because they straight up made it legal because they lobbied for it. I know. And so it's ridiculous. These problems are not likely to be solved. So I, I hope they are. I hope I'm wrong. But if you're poor, don't wait for policy. Right. Like well, that- start, start evaluating your own life and seeing what opportunities you do have. Because if you say there's none, you're just not looking hard enough. Well, that, that gets there's back always to, oppor- I mean, sell crack if you have to <laughs> do what you got to do. I'm not, say- I'm not saying be picky. I can go get the money. I'd do sell what you bud. have to do. I'd sell bud. That's a higher likelihood. If you get locked up that you'll, uh, you'll get released sooner. If you amass enough money, you can bribe your way. Watch Cocaine Cowboys. That's true. If they got caught with a trunk full of bricks of coke, yeah, you can't bribe a cop with five hundred bucks or a thousand dollars. But you say, you say, hey, listen, how much? Hundred thousand dollars? Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars? It'll be here in twenty minutes. But I gotta leave with the coke. Right. And you know what? That worked over and over and over again. That worked from the horse's mouth. That works. So, just whatever you're gonna do. Do it really fucking well. Yeah. And if you expect it to come easy, nothing does. Work hard. Yeah, work hard, you know, hustle. Yeah. So that's Spoken it. from a true hustler. I, I, I don't know why I'm yelling at everyone this week. <laughs> Apparently, I need to get my break needs to end. But, yeah. And you had you had so much that you were going to go on about, but we definitely don't have time this now. This is why we don't. This is why we're not a political show. Yeah, because we could go all day. This is why. And I don't know if anyone's <laughs> going to like this episode. I bet they will. We'll see. Yeah. So- <laughs> Complaint corner, just to switch gears a little bit. <laughs> For the last, like, two minutes. Whatever. Did you watch The Case Against Adnan Syed? No, but I never really got into the original Serial. Listen to Serial, because okay. it's great. Um, I, just a heavy commitment. It, it It's not that bad. You drive to work. Yeah. You know, the episodes are like a half hour to 45 minutes I long. I like rocking out on the way in, though. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So, um, see, I've got a longer commute to work now. Yeah. I have like a 45-minute drive, yeah. and it's only going to get longer after we move. That's true. So podcasts are good because, man, fair. the time actually goes yeah, by. Yeah, fair. So, um, boy, HBO, you fucked up. You let me down. Like, that really? was- I love the, HBO stuff. I, yeah, generally I do too, but there's this thing in documentaries where they don't actually, and they make it look like they're investigating, but they basically find a way to spend four hours just talking about something. And I guess you could say that's a documentary, but like if it's information that's already widely available and well-known, you know, they really, they didn't do much. Huh. They really didn't do much. They proved- basically nothing i mean that wasn't already plainly evident from the information out there and i mean this was one of the few things that's coming out week by week that we like hannah and i were counting down like oh it's starting it's tonight and it all right complaint corner's over already <laughs> uh, the case against adnan syed power sucks it power, power sucks huge disappointment huge disappointment four thumbs down yeah all around so just i really expected better from hp
and wow, we spent the whole time just yelling at each other about politics. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm not. I think if it was great. If I had great. more time tonight, I'd say let's undo and re-record. No, I don't know. I think it's great. I don't want to be that show. This There's so week, much of that already. Rose knows nothing. Politics blows. Rose knows nothing this week. <laughs> we already had one of those. Did we? Yeah. Oh, she had Nada. You're right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, politics blows. Okay. We'll go with that. Fair politics enough. blows. So, th- still had a good time. Uh, we're bringing it back. Uh, yeah, now we're back. Like, we're back, everybody. But... I'm sorry. Like, fuck us this week. Go listen to some old episodes. Get the taste out of your yeah, mouth. do that. Love listen, anger. Listen to a happy one. Hit the button. See ya.